You're listening to Intrepid Healthcare's exclusive coverage of the HIMSS Annual Conference and Exhibition. Welcome to HIMSS 15 Direct from Chicago. Our coverage is brought to you by CTG Health Solutions, your trusted advisor for healthcare IT advisory and consulting services. And now, here are your hosts, Joe Lavelle and Rayanne Thorne. Welcome to a special episode of Intrepid Healthcare Live from the HIMSS 15 exhibition floor in Chicago. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm excited to be bringing you Talk HIT with CTG with my friend and co-host, Rayanne Thorne, from a remote studio right here in the CTG Health Solutions booth. Rayanne, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsor, CTG Health Solutions. Well, CTG Health Solutions, a full service healthcare IT consulting firm, 49 years in the business, 25 plus years in healthcare specifically. We're thrilled to be here with them, partnering with them at HIMSS 15. We have a great guest today who's agreed to introduce himself. Uh, <laughs> Rayan, uh, Sri, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, this is Sri Bharadwaja for folks. Um, President-elect of the Southern California Hymns. I want to talk about what's happening in Southern California, why is it important, and then how do we go from there? Great. Right, let's get right to it. Let's talk about what's happening in Southern California. Oh, cool. Southern California, I mean, I don't want, I'm not going to introduce Southern California to folks. On, <laughs> on, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting, uh, but um, there's a lot of things happening in SoCal, particularly from a healthcare perspective. New hospitals being built, that's one thing that's happening. The other marketplace is changing with the new changing payment models and revenue cycles and stuff like that. So that's going to impact a lot of how care is being delivered. A lot of ambulatory centers pulling together to pull information together and then provide that information back to the patient. And now the emphasis on is on the patient. Patients have become more and more, I suppose, knowledgeable about what's happening in their healthcare world. And that really is important from their perspective because they want to get better. In the past, all they did was take pills and be ready for the surgery. They relied on their practitioner to really care for them. Right. And now uh, they have devices that help them to understand what's going on in their lives. (laughs) They have the internet diagnosing Uh, them too, right? So, So, I mean, uh, it's interesting. Somebody was just looking for a cold and flu medication the other day and put cold and flu on Google. And it got about some trillion pages of data. So they were like, how the hell would I get through this and what do I do? So that was the... And then they thought they had the best medication, so they went to the pharmacy and said, I need this. And the pharmacist said, well, you need a prescription. <laughs> wow. Why that, do I need a prescription? Changed, the internet changed. told me I needed this, so exactly. I should get it. So. You know, that's what's happening. And it's happening not just in Southern California, I suppose. It's happening across the nation. Sure. Uh, we've got a lot of people doing the same thing. And in some respects, people are trying to get drugs from Canada, get from, from far away, so that they can get you know, at, at, at cheaper prices and so on. But... People don't understand. It's not about the drug. It's not about what you're looking for. It's about what you can provide, what you can contribute back to the healthcare system. And that's what patients are now getting to do. I've talked to a patient recently, last week, and they were talking about, hey, I got all this cool stuff that I'm doing. How do I help another patient not go through the same process? So this is becoming a not just a... Yes. So it's not just becoming a patient getting care, but it's also becoming a concept about how do I get patients to give back? So To talk about their experiences, to share information. Yeah, that's great. So HIMSS has a program where they have a new program where they are actually interviewing patients and trying to understand what's happening with the patient, how, how the patients are really getting to understand their care. That's great. And then giving back. So we had at the Patient Engagement Symposium not two months ago in Orlando, Florida, that HIMSS had conducted. 
we had a patient who had a serious disease when she was young. And she's 14 now. She got this disease about six, I can't mention names, NAR right, disease right. types. So she was about six. And then what she did, she, she got out of it. Then she's now becoming a patient advocate. So she wants to talk, talk to other kids who have a similar type of disease and say, hey, how do you overcome this? What do you do? Right. How can you help yourself? Because she went through pain going through this process. And this is where patients give back. And they want to give back. Give back. So it's not about devices. It's not about the patients getting more energized about healthcare. It's a bit broader. It's about, it's, it's not delivering services anymore. It's, it's broader than that. How do you pull data? How do you give back? What do you need to do to get, the, get better? And patients have now becoming more smarter. Shining the light on advocacy, yes. right? So, so research. The patient wants to share their information on research. That right. is interesting. That is new. Oh, we love that. Sri, I know you have a keen interest in the Connected Patient Gallery here at HIMSS 15. Why don't you start by telling people what the Connected Patient Gallery is and what it's trying to accomplish? So a couple of years ago, HIMSS started a big effort around patients. Uh, we realized that Patients were the cornerstone of healthcare, right? Many years ago, it was morally the physicians, but now physicians are trying to understand it's about the patient. So we created a patient gallery that would showcase all of the capabilities that patients have today and what other capabilities patients can acquire to actually improve upon their care. So we have in the patient gallery, we have a combination of Walgreens and HIMS pulling something together where they have identified certain some of their third-party relationships. They bring in solutions to address patient care in a concerted manner. So how do you create the connect patient? So it's not just about the patient portal. It's not about getting the Fitbit data into the EMR. It's not about taking the patient and putting that patient in front of the physician using telehealth or any other types of those type of technology solutions, but really understanding what's happening with the patient between the time the patient was last seen by the doctor and the next time he's actually seen by the doctor again. So, and as we know, and we, we had one of the very senior CEOs of one of the largest health systems say out in Washington, D.C., 90% of the patient data is outside healthcare. Wow. Nobody uh, realizes that. But we got to access that. Correct. Right? And you can't access that in EMR. No. Because the EMR is episodic, meaning it's at the point and the right. patient sees a position, right? So what happens is when you take the data that's outside the EMR and bring it into the EMR. Blend it with the EMR. Then you get the full longitudinal picture of the patient, meaning what the patient has, ha- has done, what, does he, what has happened to him, how he has addressed that which pharmacy he has been to, which hospital he was hospitalized, where he was discharged, which nursing home he went to, right. what home health he acquired. All of that information is one single longitudinal care record. That's what you need to understand what really is happening with the patient. Right, that's so that's great. a totally different way to look at patients, totally different way to look at care. And newer care models are talking about, I suppose, virtual nurse calling and... 30-day admit prevention and so on. I don't want to go into too much, too much detail, but those are some of the things that many of the hospital systems are doing. But now hospital systems are realizing that it's no point in trying to address the patient at the time the patient visits you, but what happens afterwards and what happens before. It's a very, very different environment to be in right now, considering the whole thing that's happening with the patient. That's how the focus is changing as well. Oh, we consider information management and how much it has changed 
the world, right. let alone businesses, including healthcare, when you consider how much it has changed how we live, how can we not expect it to change how we do business, how right. we receive healthcare, how we give healthcare, right? So what do you think is going to happen in the next five years? The next five years, it's not about the physician. It's not about the patient going and seeing the physician. It's going to become the physician coming and seeing the patient. House calls all over again. Yes. It's the, the, the days of house calls, the days of having the physician a FaceTime with the patient. Uh, I love right? it. I love FaceTime it. FaceTime and it. Skype with the patient. Right. And guess what? The patient is going to say, hey, I have a scar about my left knee. Can you take a look at it? And he's going to FaceTime it. <laughs> And the physician is going to be able to say, I can prescribe something for you and would be able to send a prescription electronically to the pharmacy next door. And the patient is going to go next door and go and pick up the the, the piece and And that's all all part of the EMR. That's all part of the EMR. EMR. That's fantastic. So that's where collaboration is going to be. That's where interoperability. So we are just sitting behind the interoperability showcase. If you look behind us, there's a ton of interoperability stuff that's been shown. Even though there is more centric around what's happening with with the hospitals, what's happening with various other, I would call, agencies. But what are we doing towards the patient? That's becoming the conversation. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your insight. It's highly valuable. I think the rest of the country kind of watches Southern California to see what's going on. They seem to be the first car on the highway, mm-hmm. right? So, so we'll, we'll keep an eye. And, and can you tell us, what do you hope to learn? Anything new you want to learn while you're here at HEMS 15? Anything that you want to share? We learn something every day. That's my philosophy. I'm a better person today than I was yesterday. So... You walk through the floor here, you walk through hymns. There is so much solutions that are being brought to the table right now for patients and for physicians to understand and how to do better at what they do. So CTG does a great job of putting solutions together right. to help with, with their clients. But it's not just about putting solutions together for clients. It's about what's understanding what's happening with the marketplace and how do you bring marketplace into the hospital. The That's consumers, the conversation. The patients. The patients. That's the how conversation. How do you put it together? Yes. Is, is there an issue with relating to patients as consumers? Yes, there is. Um, one of the things that um, we've always felt is um, a patient is not a, a consumer is not a patient till such time the patient the consumer becomes a patient. Right. right? What's changing is a consumer is always a patient. Always That's a what patient. is changing. Yeah. Because wellness is becoming ongoing. more ongoing, more ongoing. and more critical. Uh, wellness is becoming critical. Um, taking care of uh, the patient when he's born and taking care it's of that whole the journey. Big picture, a, exactly. Right? So, physicians were, uh, till t- 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 now, mostly episodic. Oh, you, you had a cold, you had a fever, you had you know, a broken toe or something, you went to the physician, they took care of right. it, and you're done. No more, right? What are you doing afterwards? How do you get therapy on, on what you're doing? And then, how do you become better? And what happens if in two years' time? If you're going through a, another personal scenario that you need to address, what's happening to your wife? What's happening to your mom? What's happening to your dad? And how does that affect you? How does that you? affect you? Hereditary, so genomics, important. right? I mean, the world is just exploding with data. So let's take walk down to the path of genomics. I mean, how genes and how they influence your... your I mean, we, we know, I mean, I'm not going to Angelina Jolie or any right, of those kind right. of conversations. Guess what? Hollywood, California, come on. 
So, uh, so, but but that's that's part of the, that's part of the world, right? That's that's becoming part of the world. So people are dying to understand what's going to happen to me and how do I how does this happen? That's the piece that's really going to take change. Such a great conversation. We so appreciate you taking some time out of your very busy schedule to Thank sit you. down with us here at Hims Fifteen. How can people reach out to you? How can they find out more about what you have going on? Oh, great. We have a great website, SoCal Hymns. Anybody can type SoCal Hymns and, sure. and Google and they get it. We have a phenomenal newsletter that we publish. So if they want to give us their names, their email addresses, we can, pub- we can send the newsletter to them. We, can also, we also have a, a, a social media push. We have a YouTube channel. We've got, oh, a, we've got Twitter up the feed. We've got a Facebook where we are tweeting, people posting stuff. It's, it's it's so easy to get to us. Yeah, it's and no I love problem. that you're not afraid of social. No, so well, many we, we so have, many businesses so much are social media. scared to death of getting involved in social media. Diane, who's our marketing, she's kind of fantastic on social media. So we we do a lot of work with social media, and we've got a lot of people. You know, we got a lot of hits with the our YouTube videos. Great. Uh, so we that's that's how we get to our people, and that's how people can get to us. So we we become part of the community, right? Because we are the community. Well, we appreciate that, and thank you so much for coming by. All right, with that, we'll wrap our broadcast live from HIMSS 15. Again, we want to do a quick shout-out to our sponsor, CTG Health Solutions. Absolutely. Modern Healthcare selected them as a best place to work in 2013 and 2014. If you want to know more, please connect with us at ctg.com forward slash careers. All right, on behalf of my co-host, Ray Ann Thorne, I'm Joe Lavelle, and Intrepid Healthcare's live coverage from Chicago. We'll be right back. <laughs> 